this is like this is the deal. Um got some Raiders stuff to talk about. But before we get to the Raiders, no, let's get the Raiders shit out the way now. I want Derek Carr to be the quarterback. I do. I'm okay with Derek Carr being the starting quarterback for the Raiders, right? There's things that Mariota can do that Derek Carr cannot do, or at least he can work on. I don't think he can work on his speed, not at this point. But I will say that, um, as I take a sip of my juice, um, Mariota might be out the door. We got some suitors for him. But um, Derek Carr is not the problem. He's never been the problem. Or he's never fully been the problem. You're right. To run a football team, and you need everything working. Everything. And, of course, when it comes to the defense, it can always improve. You know, obviously we won. We won the trade. We won the trade with the Bears. Because without... Without giving up Mac, we don't get, you know, we don't get that stellar offense. What? I ain't going to call it stellar. <laughs> but it's a great offense, though. You know, I feel like maybe we can use another receiver. We don't need – all right, I'll take that back. We do need a star receiver. He's never played with a star receiver. And the, close that, the closest that he's ever been to having a star receiver was Antonio Brown, and that wasn't even – they didn't even make it the preseason, Right? We thought it was going to be something special. And we know something because we need a dog on third down. We need a dog that's going to go get it. You know what I mean? I think Ruggs should be moved to the slot. We got a stellar tight end. We do. Whether you want to call him the best or you want to call him the second best, third best tight end in the game, he's up there with the big dogs. And he has a payday coming up. You know, we got a stud in, in, in Josh Jacobs. And I don't want to run him through the ground. And Derek Carr is good. He's above average. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not. He's had moments where he's led a lot of game-winning drives. But the thing is, man, we know that he makes a lot of decisions. And the thing is, he doesn't turn the ball over a lot at all. But the problem we've always had is that he, he doesn't extend the play. We don't know if he has that locker room or not. You know what I mean? Leadership matters. It definitely matters. And I and, and I don't want to sit up here and you know the rumblings about the rumblings about about Russell Wilson. Um that's too much money, bro. We've already seen that if you overpay your quarterback, mind you, I just said overpay. You're not going to be able to spread that money and get a defense. And we know we need a defense. You need a quarterback. You need a serviceable quarterback. You definitely need an offensive line. You need a defensive. You need you really need a front seven. That front seven make those DBs. It's hard to find. Shout out to my boy J.O. I was just telling him earlier that it's harder to find a stud DB. Then it is, you know, it's harder to find one of those than it is to find a quarterback. 
at this point. And we haven't had solid quarterbacks since Charles Woodson, Asamoah, Eric Allen. You know what I mean? We had a cast that, you know, used to jump the gun like Philip Buchanan. <laughs> we had Ray Buchanan, too. Um, we need to work on that defense. We definitely need to work on that defense. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I'm all for having a, a a star linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Or one of them cats that's on the line, a pass rusher, edge rusher, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, and, yeah, and I know what y'all going to say. Well, you had one in Khalil Mack. True indeed. We actually did, but he cost too much. And he wasn't the, he wasn't the game changer that was going to get us to the next, you know, get us to the next level. Not alone, you know. And him over there playing with Chicago was barely getting it done. And at this point, I wouldn't take him back because he costs too much. So the thing is, we got to get in and we got to get it good and we got to get him young. But that defense is important. And of course, man, of course I would love a stud quarterback. I would love an elite quarterback. You know what I mean? I would absolutely. But not at the price of not having a defense. Give me a serviceable, like, I can stick with Derek Carr. I'm fine with sticking with Derek Carr. And if Derek Carr just so happened to be moved, I'm fine with Mariota. You know what I'm saying? If we don't have neither one of those quarterbacks, we better have a stud. If we're not going to keep those two quarterbacks or one or the other, then it has to be a stud. Got to be. And it's hard to come across those. Statistically, Derek Carr is up there. But leadership-wise and and being consistent, that's what he needs to work on. He's still young. And I understand that may not be what we've heard. It's not John Gruden's quarterback. That's He didn't handpick him. And that could be an issue because John Gruden is supposed to be one of those quarterback whisperers. But he's a, he's a good quarterback, man. And regardless of whatever happens in his career, he will always be a Raider. Point blank, period. Whether cats like him or not, he will always be a Raider. Our last best quarterback was Rich Gannon. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's been a while since we had a, a solid-ass quarterback. You know what I mean? And Derek Carr is it. But um, that's where I'm at with it, man, as far as my Raiders. You know, if we want to get to that next level, we can't lose the game like we did last year against the Jets. We can't lose the game that we did this year against Miami. We can't lose those games where those are those are pivotal games that we need to get to the playoffs. You know what I mean? And before you can call yourself a contender, before you can call yourself a championship contender, you got to be able to be consistent and make it to the goddamn playoffs. And those games were very important because we play in a tough division. We play in a tough conference. And we got to get it done. Sometimes the path is in our own hands and we fumble that shit. Every, it seems like every fucking year. If, if it's not one of those down years where we're only winning between four to seven games, 
You know what I'm saying? We're getting close. We're getting there. You really got to win about 11, you know, 11 games to get, you know, especially being in the same division as the Chiefs. Now, the Chargers are rollovers as of right now. You know, Denver are rollovers as of right now. But that's still a tough division. And you already know how we get down with rivalry games. <sighs> Enough of my Raiders, though. Uh, my Lakers on a two-game winning streak. You know, we beat Portland. We beat uh, Golden State. I thought Golden State was going to come out with a little bit more fire. Um, but surprisingly, we came out <laughs> with a lot of energy at home real quick. And I guess the, the, the return, you know what I'm saying, of our true point guard, um, it, is that it? You know what I'm saying? Was that was that the spark? I mean, again, these are not these are not teams that we're supposed to be worried about when it comes to the Western Conference as of right now. Even though Portland to me will always be a dangerous team because of their two guards. And you get and shout out to Melo. Uh Golden State, I once Clay went down, I mean, even with them having Clay, I didn't feel like Golden State was back to championship contender form. But I did say that they will be like, you know, they'll be back in the playoff hunt once the season start, but they lost Clay. And once they lost Clay, I said that was it. That was I, that was it as far as we know they for sure not going after the title. They actually surprised me playing a little bit better. <clears throat> and I'm talking about the full entire team is playing better because they're actually trying to compete and, you know, get into the playoffs, which should be dope. You know what I mean? Because them, whether they get the eighth or seventh seed or something like that, for them to run into the, you know, whoever ends up. Because I don't think maybe the I don't know I don't know if the Lakers are I don't think the Lakers personally are is worried about getting that number one seed, right? Um, I see us playing on a lot of cruise control type of uh, type of vibes, right? But. You know, after All Star Weekend, that that um that tell us a lot, you know. And I feel like, you know, we got to pace it. You know, this this is going to be another one of those you know awkward years. <laughs> you know, what I mean? last year it was in a bubble. You know, where we we are we're, we're grateful that we're back in our home uh, arenas. But it might be a little bit different, even though I know the Clippers and, and, and the Lakers are trying to get the uh, they're trying to get fans inside the building for the playoffs, you know. But again, the only team that we're really worried about is the Clippers and Utah is good. But again, Utah is one of those teams where I ain't going to lie to you. It's not much, not much expectation there for Utah. But even then, with them having a record that they're having the way they're playing, you still have to prove everything in the playoffs. At this point, if Cats are trying to scare me with the whole Utah shit, that's not going to work, bro. Regular season doesn't really matter. It's cute now, but that's when you're talking to a Laker fan, it doesn't really matter. It, it's the playoffs. You know what I mean? And they had one of the best playoff battles of last year. But it's the playoffs for me. You know, a lot of these teams, even though Portland is not playing up to their uh, to their level that, I, that a lot of people know that they, they, they that they should be at. 
We still consider they made it to the Western Conference Finals before. Go to state, you can get them a pass because they're actually missing a player. But cats that got a full roster that's healthy and and they're not in familiar places, I'm still holding them to the old standards because they still have if they don't have the same roster, they got a similar roster than what they had. That I'm talking about the Denver's too. I'm talking about the Clippers too. The Clippers already know there's, you know, they they jump they jump to this quick fame so fast or whatever, and they so quick to to claim regular season titles. All right, well, it's postseason. Need that action, boss. Need that action ASAP. Regular season that really don't concern me, not really. Until we have a full arena full of fans with our jerseys on and our shirts on. You know what I mean? When you see those Kobe jerseys, those Shaq jerseys, those Magic jerseys, and those Lakers shirts and shit like that, screaming and yelling, I ain't worried about it until we get that back. Point blank. Kyrie brought up the logo about Kobe. I'm going to say this, man. When it comes to hip-hop, I think sports might be a little bit easier, but... You can even throw sports in there, the criteria. We never really break it down. And then who's to say is eligible? I mean, unless you bring in the players and they break it down and say, well, this is going to be the criteria of being the best at this position or for this team. And until we figure that out, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dismiss people's opinions but I'm not going to lose sleep over it because until we have a set criteria, it doesn't really matter because everybody has a little bias in them. Now, recency bias is in us all. You know what I mean? And especially in this era, in this era, especially during these times because of the pandemic, we we're glued into whatever we could grasp onto. They took sports away from us for a cool minute. And when it returned, it returned heavy and in a in a thick package around the same time, and now we're back on it. But that's the only thing that we've been glued to. And again, we had tragedy set in with Kobe Bryant. And my thing is, we already know what happened with Kobe in his career and off the court. And I feel like Kobe, the impact of his career, the impact of the player that he is, whether he's number eight or number 24 or retired. He had, he had, and he still has impact over the game. I don't care what he did off the court. Just like a lot of MJ fans don't want us to care about what MJ did off the court. I don't. Now, it does play, it'll always matter because that's what people do. They will connect everything that you've done on the court and off the court. They do that now with LeBron. LeBron is probably the most outspoken superstar that we've ever had, point blank. And there has been other superstars in other sports, Muhammad Ali's. I mean, you know where I'm going with this. But this is a cat that's taught. This is our era, you know what I mean, of that that. Whether you want to call up you, if you want to call him a politician athlete, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's him. He will be the face of it. You know what Kyrie said, and Kyrie says a lot of dumb shit. 
And sometimes I think he just does it for for the clicks. And not to, not to say that he doesn't believe it, because I really think he believes the shit that comes out of his mouth. And a thing like that is whatever. A broken clock can read right twice a day. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So his opinion about Kobe being the replacement logo, I can understand that. This is the cat that was under Kobe's wing, that worshipped Kobe. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure if Kobe was here to talk about it, I'm pretty sure he would say, you know, I probably feel like MJ should be the logo. He probably would even say, I think LeBron should be the logo. Because this was a cat that when you when you when you talk about the three, these three will always be talked about together. LeBron, Kobe, and MJ. Always. You know what I'm saying? They all crossed paths at one point. Well, Kobe played against both. You know? LBJ didn't have his opportunity to play against MJ in the league. But Kobe did. And that says a lot. You know what I mean? He was able to play against a cat that he looked up to, and he was able to pass down a torch to a cat. You know what I'm saying? Who eventually took over the league. And so when we look at the logo, which Jerry Rest came out and said, you know, he didn't he had no knowledge that that was him at first. You know what I'm saying? They didn't notify him, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. He felt like it should have been replaced a long time ago. I don't see no problem with Kobe being a replacement, but I also don't see a problem with Kareem or Bill Russell being a replacement. And I've said this before about uh, LeBron. I think his logo stands alone next to the NBA. And I feel like the regular season MVP should go to Kobe. And, And the reason why I say that is because they want to honor Kobe Bryant, and they and they've been trying since last year's All Star Weekend, and they've done a phenomenal job. You know what I mean? But just think about it, bro. Just think about it. I personally feel like Kareem is the best player of all time. I like to pay respect to my elders. Bill Russell can be up there. Boston fans can fight for that, and I can understand that. <laughs> and you know, Chicago is gonna fight for MJ. Right? I feel like the impact wouldn't be as, and maybe because it was Sutton, and maybe because Kareem and, and Russell are older, and because there's always been like this segregation between certain fans with MJ, because again, we we hold him accountable for everything that he's done or he hasn't done. You know what I mean? And every, nobody's perfect with these names that I just said. Oh, I mean, I I don't I can't say anything about Kareem or Bill Russell way before my time. But the MJ era, the Kobe era, the LBJ, been through it. You know what I mean? We've heard, you know, the famous words of MJ, Republicans buy shoes too. That's basically him saying, I stay my ass to my business. I stay out of that shit. Right? When you fast forward, Kobe has always said something. LBJ has said something. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I get it. You know? 
Um, the impact that he left, the mama mentality, it suits the MVP award. And, but I'm okay with people being against it because they feel like other players are more valuable of being recognized at the MVP award name. And that's cool. But I also put a whole race factor in there is that, bro, we need something. I feel like the league is not going to give it to Kareem for conspiracy reasons. I feel like they might not give it to Bill Russell for some reason. I don't know. But I do feel like they want to give it to a black player, in which Kyrie said it does belong to us black kings because we built the league. We, we build the league. We continue to build a league, and that's true. If you take all of us away, nobody's watching that sport. Absolutely not. So he's right. There should be a Black King silhouette on that goddamn jersey. And I'm also cool with rotating different logos. Who's to say shit can't change? But this Kobe shouldn't be, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. And it's always us, though. We're the ones that's saying, nah, no. But we don't have a criteria in the first damn place to say that he's not. So I'm going to sit up here and say this. Let Kobe be the logo. But let LG, L, LBJ be the logo. Let Shaq be the logo. Let Bird be the logo. You know what I mean? Now, let's not get it out of, like, too outrageous to where they got about 10 or 15 niggas being a logo. Although, I'm not saying, I'm, I can't be a hypocrite and say, no, that's dope. But I'm saying, if you don't want to get outrageous, break it down to the about five players. We, we argue about the top five anyway. Let them have it, bro. Let them have it. Is it going to hurt anybody? We've been so conditioned and programmed to feel like, yo, Jerry West is, is, is the logo. I'm cool with it. Well, why we can't be cool with one of us on it? I, I, I don't understand that. We need some type of ownership. Hell yeah, I want LeBron James to be an owner of a team one day. And I feel like he's the best player to do so. I feel like he's the closest one. I feel like when he, re, when he retires, he'll be able to do that. And he'll be, he'll be able to do that, and maybe he'll need some extra help. But I feel like he's the closest one to do it. Give him that goddamn logo so we can get a goddamn team. So we can get a franchise. Get one. We just want one. But it's got to start somewhere. All this shit was built before us. But it was built off of our talent. And I'd be goddamn if a nigga tell me Kobe Bryant wasn't a hell of a hell. Come on, bro. I'm not about to listen to that. I know the slander. I know niggas is not Laker fans. I don't give a shit about that. It's bigger, like it's bigger than the, than the actual player, bro. This is about being the face of a of a league that's built off of us, built off of our talent. And niggas only had a problem with Kobe because he mimicked MJ and did some things better. Because that's all y'all niggas was taught was MJ. The most marketable athlete that we've all we've ever had. That's cool because he was the first. But other niggas is coming right behind him. 
That included Kobe. And then you got LBJ, which eventually about to break all these motherfucking records. So we got to get used to having ownership. And just because the nigga recently died and we want to call it recency bias, I'm okay with that. Because niggas wasn't getting their flowers when they was here. We need something, bro.